Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Optimal Startup Daily, episode 784, Behind the Scenes of My TEDx Presentation on the Entrepreneurial Generation, by Nick Loper of SideHustleNation.com. And I'm Dan, your host of the show. Welcome to Optimal Startup Daily, and uh, we're gonna get right to it now as we optimize your life. Behind the Scenes of My TEDx Presentation on the Entrepreneurial Generation, by Nick Loper of SideHustleNation.com. In September, I had the opportunity to speak at our local TEDx event, making the case that millennials are the most entrepreneurial generation in history. And it's true. One in three of us has already started one or more businesses. Over the weekend, I got word that the official video from the event was live and ready to share. This was my first public speaking gig since high school graduation, and it was on the TEDx stage. I love watching TED Talks and had always dreamed of giving a presentation like this, so it was a pretty big deal. Only I was insanely nervous. More on that later. Just writing this and watching the video is making me relive the uncomfortable nervousness. How do you get selected to speak at a TEDx event? So how do you get chosen as a TEDx speaker? I had no idea, but it was something I wanted to do, so I sent a cold pitch email. Hey, if you don't ask, the answer's always no, right? The only in I had was I volunteered a few hours at the 2013 event. The theme of the 2013 event was innovation in education, so my pitch was related to the gap between entrepreneurial education and the real-world economic necessity of that education. Since I didn't have any public speaking I could point to, I cited my podcast as the next best thing. When I heard nothing for weeks, I figured they either weren't interested or weren't doing the event this year. Then I got an email explaining that this year's event was centered on creativity and asking if I had any thoughts on that. As luck would have it, I did. After a few back-and-forth emails and phone calls, brainstorming what unique angle I could bring to the event, I was officially added to the speaker roster and tasked with coming up with a talk that would bridge creativity with millennial generation entrepreneurship. Hard to ask for a better tie-in to my work at Side Hustle Nation. Later, I found out that nearly all the other speakers were in the personal or extended networks of the TEDx event organizers. So if you want to speak at a TEDx event, The best advice I can give is to find out who the organizers and speaker coordinators are for your event and begin to get to know them any way you can. Preparing a TEDx Talk The first thing I did was read Talk Like TED, a book that analyzed the best of the best TED Talks to see what they had in common. Author Carmine Gallo identified nine public speaking lessons to abide by. One, be passionate. Easier said than done, but easier when you have a topic you care about. As he writes, quote, you cannot inspire others unless you are inspired yourself, end quote. 
two, tell stories. We remember stories more easily than facts and figures, so I tried to weave in a few stories and examples. Three, practice relentlessly. For the three or four weeks before the event, I went on a strict podcast diet, which was my normal pastime while driving or walking the dog. Instead, I used that time to go over the presentation in my head or out loud, talking quietly to myself. I'm sure other people on the road or on the sidewalk thought I was nuts. One weekend while Bryn was off shooting a wedding, I did laps around a hiking trail with my iPad just rehearsing to myself. On stage, there's no teleprompter and no notes, so I had to commit the thing to memory. I also owe a huge debt to my friend Teresa Campbell, aka Coach T, who helped listen to my presentation and give feedback on my drafts. Four, teach your audience something new. I sought to teach that millennials are shaking off the label of the entitled generation with triple the rate of entrepreneurship as the rest of the population. Five, deliver jaw-dropping moments. The example cited in the book was when Bill Gates gave his TED Talk on eliminating malaria he released a swarm of live mosquitoes into the audience. Spoiler alert, I didn't do anything like that. Six, use humor. My favorite TED Talks are the ones that use humor to help get their message across, so I try to do the same. But humor is risky because it can bomb or come across as desperate or insincere. I got a couple laughs. Seven, stick to the 18-minute rule. There's some scientific evidence to suggest that's about the limit of our attention spans. So by rule, all TED presentations are capped at 18 minutes. What I didn't realize is that for TEDx events, the amount of time given to each speaker will vary to break up the pace of the day as well. I had 13 minutes and was happy to see the YouTube timestamp come in at 12.50 because I lost all track of time while I was up there. Eight, favor pictures over text. This is PowerPoint 101. The slides are there to illustrate your words or support your points, not to spell out your message word for word. And nine, be authentic. This one, like number eight, seems kind of like a no-brainer, but I think Gallo meant in terms of telling personal stories and being vulnerable. Other presentation prep. In addition to reading the TED Talk textbook, I also watched and re-watched several presentations to get an idea for what I liked and didn't like. So I owe a big thanks to Julian Gordon, Sir Ken Robinson, Peter Diamandis, my all-time fave talk, and many more for your silent inspiration. I started out by brainstorming some ideas and talking points, which turned into a written rough draft. With only 13 minutes to present, the entire thing scripted out was a little over 1,800 words. In the context of a blog post, that's not much space to make your case with authentic, passionate, humorous, jaw-dropping, and educational stories. For the sake of comparison, this post is just under 1,400 words. Bryn and my brother Chris also helped edit and give feedback on the various drafts I created. TEDx Livermore assigned me a speaker coach, Kathy Ohm. Kathy was a huge help, and we met several times leading up to the event to refine the message and rehearse. She wasn't impressed with my first draft, calling it mildly entertaining and challenging me to do better. The Talk Millennial entrepreneurship is driven both by reactionary and proactive forces. First, the unpredictable and often unfavorable environment we find ourselves in, in the economy and workforce, necessitates taking matters into our own hands. That's the reactive part. But entrepreneurship suits us because we value the flexibility, freedom, and impact of doing our own thing. My message centers on the three C's, creation, connection, and contribution. 
I argue that these are key ingredients in any business venture and give some examples of what they look like in practice. I note that creativity is often found in unlikely places and that the three C's don't discriminate by age. They're open to everyone. I was a nervous wreck leading up to the event. I definitely didn't expect to be so nervous. I volunteered for this, I kept reminding myself. Bryn keeps reminding me how not fun I was to be around those few days. But it had also been a really long time since I'd been on any kind of stage, and my fellow speakers all had such impressive resumes and messages to share. I think I just wanted to perform well and not look like an idiot in front of everybody and on the video. One weird thing was that nearly as soon as I got up there, my mouth went bone dry, like as dry as it's ever been. Super weird, but apparently it's a physiological stress response. It was such a cool event to be a part of. All of the organizers, volunteers, and speakers were so supportive. I loved getting texts on the day of the event from friends rocking their Every Day I'm Hustling t-shirts that just happened to be delivered that day. You just listened to the post titled Behind the Scenes of My TEDx Presentation on the Entrepreneurial Generation by Nick Loper of SideHustleNation.com. When it comes to hiring, don't go searching for the one. Just meet your match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging. 93% of employers agree. Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. And one of the things I really love about Indeed is that it filters out those incompatible applicants. So when you're hiring, the process is much faster and you only have to consider applicants that are already likely to be a great fit. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com startup. So just go to indeed.com startup right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com startup. Terms and conditions apply. And thank you to Nick for letting us share today's post. Nick retired from corporate America at age 25 and is now a full-time entrepreneur involved in a variety of different projects. He's also the host of the podcast, The Side Hustle Show, which is for part-time entrepreneurs looking for actionable tips to start or improve their businesses. It's a great podcast and uh, you can almost always find it in the top charts of a business podcast in Apple Podcasts. So it's definitely worth checking out. And the blog is great too, of course. So come by SideHustleNation.com for a lot more and to show Nick some support. He and the rest of our contributing authors always appreciate it. But that's it for today's episode of Optimal Startup Daily. I thank you sincerely for being here and I'll be back with you tomorrow where your optimal life awaits.